0: This morning, I would like to change the pace a little bit. I would like to talk about family. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord. We love you so much. We love your word. And we want to thank you for the Holy Spirit, who is our guide and teacher. We thank you, Lord. We ask you to anoint all of us to be able to receive the revelation from heaven. And may this teaching be the practical point in our life. That we will not just decorate our brain, our mind with the truth, but we will put it into practice, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will remind us to do what we learn. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. This morning, I would like to talk about family. Definitely, the teaching is about children, grandchildren, parenting, how we should raise our kids, how we should pray for our children. But God's principles apply to every relationship. God's principle apply to husband and wife relationship as well. So you can listen to this teaching and you can, even though you may be single or you may be parents who don't have children yet, but you can apply the principle to your own life and to your marriage relationship or your parenting responsibility as well. So today I would like to talk about God's love. God's love. C.S. Lewis say, Though our feelings come and go, but God's love for us never come and go. It is infinite. It is limitless. And it is endless. So in order to build a good family, whether the physical family or spiritual family, we need the love of God. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. I became a Christian because I am so impressed with the love of God. And to today... The reason I'm still walking with God, I'm still pastoring the church, still traveling for mission trip, because I have been touched by the love of God myself. The love of God is the foundation of building our life and building our family. Many years ago, a young boy asked his grandmother, Grandma, would you sing that Jesus song for me? Sitting beside him, the grandmother tucked him in once more and began to sing.
1: Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him
0: In a matter of a few minutes, her grandson rolled over and drifted into a very peaceful sleep. This grandson later on became, he's a Swiss man. He became a very famous theologian. His name is Karl Brath. Look at the picture. He is a theologian. And he was asked a very interesting question. What is the most meaningful truth to your life? And this theologian answered, Jesus loved me, this I know. Whether you are an old theologian, or you are a young man or young woman, who begins your life journey, the knowledge of God's love for yourself is a very important, sureless anchor for your soul. I want all of the members in this house and all the people who watch the live stream to really experience the love of God and to recognize how much God loves you. I was growing up in a very broken home. My dad and my mom never have time for me. I saw them fighting each other, quarreling since I was five years old. I was growing up broken, and I was like many adolescents in the world when I was a young boy, a young man. I was searching for my identity through appearance, through fashion, through accomplishments, Grades in school, that's why I was number one in the class, and I got gold medal from the king. Because I want to be someone. Through sports, I was a goalkeeper of the football team, and I was a third-degree black belt taekwondo. And also peer acceptance. I want people to accept me. And also through a beautiful girlfriend named Dararat. I was searching for my identity. But fortunately, I did not turn into drugs and into addiction or alcohol. By the grace of God, I was allergic to alcohol. So I could not drink alcohol anyway. (laughs) Many young people turn into alcohol and drugs because they want to be accepted by their friends who also have the same problem, who look for identity. And all these flimsy and weak foundations upon which to build our identity can one day fall apart. And when this thing fall apart, those young people will face very serious disappointments and some of them maybe even think about committing suicide. They are looking for self-worth and self-confidence through the things of the world. But I want to tell you the good news is our identity, our self-worth, self-confidence should come from the things, one thing in this world that is infinite, limitless, endless, never fail, is sure, and never disappoint anybody. That foundation for your identity is the love of God. All the parents, you know, when I read the Bible, I always see the Bible say like this. David, the son of Jesse. Another scripture say like this. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. I thought that God want to honor parents. They always say son of this, daughter of this. But one day God spoke to me. You know, it's so important that the parents need to be godly and the parents themselves need to experience the love of God so the parents can pray the blessing of the love of God into their children. Who you are as dad and mom will impact who your children will be. That's why the Bible always says daughter and son of this person and that person. This teaching is very important for all the adults. How you raise your children and how you should be parents to your children. You should pray for your children to experience the love of God. Just like the Apostle Paul prayed for his spiritual children in Ephesians chapter 3 verses 14 to 20. And I will pray that myself as a pastor, I pray that all of you shall experience the love of God. And the love of God shall be your anchor, shall be your foundation of who you are in Christ. I'm glad I found Jesus. And now I did not depend on the love for my parents anymore. They were not perfect. They make mistakes, but now I have confidence. My self-worth comes from who I am in Christ Jesus and how much God loved me. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named, that He would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man. That Christ may do well in your heart. You need to pray that Christ will do well in your heart and in the heart of your children and grandchildren. Through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the things what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. God's love should be our source of identity. God's love should be the source of your children and your grandchildren identity. Your children's self-worth, your grandchildren's self-worth come from knowing that how much Jesus loved them. Their self-confidence should come from knowing that he made them for a good purpose and he died for them and he loved them so much. Because God's love never disappoints anybody. The most important and meaningful foundation for your grandchildren and children to build their life on should be, Jesus love me, this I know. Can your children say that? Jesus love me, this I know. Again, Ephesians 3, 17 to 19, I read one more time that Christ may dwell in your hearts, may Christ dwell in your children and grandchildren and your spouse's heart. Through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the things what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled. My dear brothers and sisters, we should pray that our family members, our children and grandchildren, really know how much God loves them. Definitely, our children have not seen God. We're going to learn from the second part of this teaching. How can we represent God to show love to our children so that they can experience the blessing of the love of God? We should pray. Father, I pray that my children and grandchildren will experience and know and know in their heart that Jesus loved them. Psalm 103, verse 11, For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy, which is also faithful, sure love of God, toward those who fear him. Wow, this scripture say that when we experience the love of God, we stand in awe, and so impressed and we so like falling in love with God that should be our prayer that our whole family, our children and grandchildren our spouse and our mother and father shall really be in awe of the love of God. I pray that that happens in your life happen in your children that they stand in awe oh, their jaw drop, And say, God, you love me so much. I experience your goodness for my life. Your grace in my life. You love me. I know and I know. I have confidence in the love of God. Father, I pray that the members of this house and all the families in this house and their children and their grandchildren who stand in awe and so impressed with your love in their life. In Jesus' name mighty name. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him. I pray that the starting point of the identity of your own life, the identity of your children's life is the love of God. They can have confidence that I am a child of the living God. I have the DNA of God. And this had been happening to me for many years after I become a Christian. And I say to you again, I came from a very broken home. And I did not have my own identity. I remember when I was young, I was always told that I'm a failure. I'm not good looking. I Cannot make it in my life. I was always cursed in a family. So I grew up with lack of self-confidence. And I thank God one day the American missionary told me about Jesus. And I experienced the love of Jesus. I saw the movie that Jesus was crucified on the cross. And he died for me. And I received Jesus into my heart. And he began to show his love for me. He healed me. He healed my wife. He provided for me. And I began to find out that, wow, I am a child of the king of all kings and the lord of all lords. I'm not just a little Thai man who grew up in that society. I can walk around with a good foundation of my identity I am a child of the living God. I can go everywhere I love people instead of seeking love from other people. I just go and help and serve and bless other people because I have confidence that God loves me. I'm so important. I'm so precious. I'm so expensive. I'm an expensive man, you know that? I'm so expensive because I was bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God died for me. I don't have to have my chin down and walk like this. I am a child of the living God. I remember when I first moved to the U.S., two times, one at the veteran hospital. I was walking in to see a patient who was a veteran from Vietnam. And he looked at me, and he thought, I'm a Vietnamese, I'm a Viet Cong. He thought that I came from North Vietnam. And he looked at me from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes, like this, looking down on me because I was speaking with accent. And I still stand up and say, how are you doing? I still smile. I did not take it personal because I know I'm a child of the living God. The second time, I never forgot I was standing behind a bed of a patient in the ICU on the 12th floor of Harbour View Hospital. Three surgeons walk in. They are big, big nose, all blonde hairs. They walk in and they look at me like this. And the first reaction, I was thinking, do you not know that I'm a third-degree backbell? I can jump across this bed and kick you right now. I can jump across six people and kick on the wood and the wood will be broken. But at that time, the Holy Spirit told me, Forgive them. They don't know that you are a loving child of the Almighty God. So I smiled, and I was nice to them. After that, for a few months, I became a very favorite doctor in that hospital because I know my identity. Psalm chapter 13, verse 5, the Bible says, But I have trusted in your love or your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. We need to pray that our loved ones and our children and grandchildren will really have confidence in the love of God and they can delight themselves in the love of God. When you know and you know and you know that Jesus loved you, you're so precious in his eyes, you can walk around with a smile on your face. You can laugh and giggle all the time. You can have fun. You can jump up and down and dance and sing songs because you know God loves me so much. He means well for me. He's so good to me. Children who know that God loves them will grow up as a very joyful people. You need to be confident that God loves you. So we pray that our children will delight themselves rejoice in the Lord, love for themselves. Amen? Amen? Let's pray together. Father, we pray for our loved ones and our children and grandchildren that they will experience your love and they can delight themselves. They can have joy in their heart and they know nothing can stop them from being so joyful because they know the Heavenly Father loved them so much, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you. You make him, you stand in awe. Oh, wow. He loved me so much. With his love, he will rejoice over you with singing. We need to know and know that God loves us and He might to us from heaven. And we can rejoice because his love for us never ends. He always loved us so much. And he wants to smile at us and we can smile back to him. Amen. That should be our faith. We should build a family that's so full of the love of God. When your children come to contact you, when your grandchildren talk to you, they can sense the love of God through you. And that's what I'm going to talk in the second part of this teaching. Psalm chapter 59, verse 17. Oh, my strength, I sing praise to you. You, oh God, are my fortress and my loving God. You can see here that when our children or our family know that God loves us, we love to worship him. We love to sing songs to him. We, we want to praise him all the days of our life. The love of God motivates us to live a life of worshipping and praising the Lord all the days of our life. What will we do? We want to give God the glory. We want to give God the praise. When people see our life, they say, wow, God is so good here. The love of God will motivate us to do that because of the love of God for me. I share with Pastor Da this weekend. I say that Da... We have gone through so much as a pastor. And I even told her that you may not know in the flesh how much stressful I have to go through every Saturday to prepare the teaching for Sunday because I'm not a good speaker by nature. Because English is not my mother tongue language. To come up and speak English to you is not easy for me. I tell you the truth. I have been doing this for 30 years now. And I say that the reason... I have been doing this because I know God loves me. And I want God to show love to my children and my grandchildren and great-grandchildren to the thousand generation. I want to live a life to praise the Lord so that my children will be blessed by my God. I want to see the blessing of Abraham passing into my children. I pray and thank God all the time. That he lavished his love on my life. And I want to live a life to worship him and praise him. And I want that love to pass into my children and grandchildren. And I want my grandchildren and children to have their roots. Going deeper into the very fertile soil of the love of God. That one day after I die, after Pastor Da goes to heaven with me. They're all here. I'm not here forever. Their life will be so stable, so strong because their roots are in the fertile soil of the love of God. His infinite love, His endless love. And they can stand every day. They can walk every day with the confidence that God loves them and God cares for them so much. And they will shift their focus out of the things of the world, out of the disappointment of this world. How many people face disappointment? I face disappointment. Last night, I gave counseling to a man who has some difficulty in marriage. He's not our member. He came to my house around 8 p.m. And I told him at the end, you may be hurt right now, but if you just focus on God's love, you're going to be out of this feeling one day. Because your life should depend on the love of God, not on the love of people. Keep your focus on the love of God. Because His love is dependable. Because His love will never come to an end. Amen? It's unfailing. You should have confidence that God loved you so much. I pray that my children, my wife, my kids, and my grandchildren, their self-worth, Their identity comes from the love of the Lord. It doesn't come from their performance, how they look, their fashion, their score in the school, their peer opinions, or other people's opinions upon their life. But it comes from the love of God for their life. And the love of God will be so clear to them. That's my prayer. Do you pray for your family? that you yourself will experience the love of God? How many people want to experience the love of God more? How many people want to have confidence and you know the depth, the width, the height, and the depth of the love of God? How many people want to experience the love of God? Let's pray together. Father, we believe, Lord, that you love us so much. It's very difficult to understand The love of God. How wide, how deep, how high, how long. But I pray, Father, in this church and those who watch the live stream right now shall have the first-hand experience of the love of God. Not only that, they look at Jesus on the cross and they know that Jesus loved them so much that on their daily life, they shall experience the goodness and the love of God. And they can show that love to their children and grandchildren. Father, we believe the love of God is the foundation in our life, Lord. We thank you so much. We pray that this shall happen to all of us in this generation and the generation to come in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? Let me ask this question. Can anything in this world stop God from loving us? Nothing. No, nothing can stop God from loving us. Therefore, we should build our life on the foundation of the love of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, as husband, as wife, as parents, we need to draw the love of God. We need to experience, have a personal experience of the love of God. But the second question is, how can we let the love of God, the blessing of his love, flow from us to touch other people? Our children don't know God on their own. They need to see your example. That's why the Bible talks about the son of this, the daughter of this, because daddy and mommy, you're the one who's going to show the love of God to your children, or your spiritual children, or to your spouse. How? Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. Now, it's our job. The first part of the sermon talk about we receive the love of God. We are confident in the love of God. Now we're going to talk about how we're going to let that love of God flow out from us to touch other people. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 24 say, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. How we can show love to our children, to our spouse. Mother Teresa said this way kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. There are five fundamental ways of showing love to our family members, our spouse, or our children and grandchildren. As father and mother, we should often Look into the eyes of our children and grandchildren and say, Cora, do you know that I loved you? You are so precious in my eyes. Sometimes we look into the eyes of our spouse and say, Da, you're so beautiful. I loved you. If I can go back to many years from now, maybe go back to 16 years old again, I will still pick you and choose you. Our children and grandchildren are longing and craving for the unconditional love from us. And we need to speak the word of blessing to them. And one way to speak the word of blessing is to say something kind to them, tender and loving and valuable to them. Their hearts are waiting to hear that from you. And that kind of kind words will echo in their heart. Even though one day you pass and you go to be with the Lord, that kind word still ringing in their ear. And they remember that how much you love them. I want to talk about five ways to show love, the love of God or the blessing of God to our family members or our children and grandchildren. Number one, meaningful touch. Number two, a spoken, encouraging message. Number three, communicating godly high value. I will explain to you in a few minutes. Number four, picturing a special future. Number five, an active commitment to their welfare and spending quality time. Maybe some Saturday, you spend time with your children, and you play hide and seek together. Maybe you wrestle, and they climb all over your body. Maybe you make pretend cookie with Play-Doh. Or maybe you can walk out with a dog together. You spend time together. Yesterday, I and my family we were at Langley, Whitby Island. And the tide went down and we all walked on the beach together with the dogs, with my grandchildren and my children. And we went to eat ice cream together and we share ice cream corn together. It's a valuable time that we can spend together on Saturday with the family. And we can whisper in their ear, Nora, you're so beautiful. You're so kind. You're so smart. Your simple words of kindness will reach the little heart of your granddaughter and your grandson. Learn how to speak the word of honor to your children and to your spouse. Because those kind of blessing words will give them assurance that they are so loved by you And by the love of God. Passing that blessing to them by doing all these things. The word of encouragement. The word of exhortation. The word of affirmation. People need to hear that. I did not grow up that way. I grew up in another culture. In another religious culture. That never taught parents to speak like that to the children. I never received any hug from my parents at all. My parents never hugged me. Never say anything to me like, you know, mom, my son, I'm so proud of you. Never even one time. I grew up broken. But thank God, I married a woman who grew up with a mom who is a Catholic. And she was growing up in a very warm family. So I received that from my girlfriend, Pastor She know how to speak nice to me how to encourage me. And I want to say to God, when I got married, before we have children, God, I don't want the same way that I grew up. I want a new family. I want to have a Christian family that my children and grandchildren will experience the love of God from my mouth, from my action, from the way I walk. I and my wife are going to build a new generation that my children and grandchildren to experience the love of God and the blessing of God through me and my wife. Amen. May the Lord remind you all the time in your busy life, we're all busy. We're all busy. And we forget that sometimes you need to look at their eyes and hug them and say, I love you. I'm proud of you. Talking about something that encouraged them. So that one day, when they grow up and you already pass, when they turn 50 years old and you are in heaven already, and they look back and they say, wow, they think, that day when I was five years old, my dad tell me how much he loved me. My grandpapa talked to me that how much he cared for me. We need to speak the word of blessing. Look at what God told Moses and Aaron what to do in Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Everyone say blessing. Should we speak the word of blessing to our children? Or curse them all the time? No, we should speak the word of blessing. Say to them, The Lord Bless you and keep you, mean protect you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom or peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Should we do the same thing, this generation? Should we speak the word of blessing? The word of kindness, the word of encouragement to our children, to our spouse. God loves you. God bless you. You're going to do well. I believe you will be successful. I believe God's grace is upon you. That is what Pastor Dan. I always pray for our children and grandchildren. That they will do well. I pray for my daughters and my son all the time since they were young. That they're going to do well. They're going to have a godly spouse. God already answered to already. My two daughters marry godly spouses. And they're very good men. And I pray for Paul. That Paul can find a very godly wife. Amen. Amen. And he will be loved. huh? And we pray for our members. For all the single in this church that they will find a very godly spouse, and we pray that God will bless them. God will shine his face upon them. Amen? Look at them and speak the word of encouragement, kind words to them. Matthew chapter 19, verses 14 to 15. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them, and departed from there. The second way to show love to our children, to our spouse, and our family members is to have a physical touch. Hugging, holding hands together, walk together, and wrestle with your children. Hug them. My grandchildren, something happened, they are like me. They are like me in the sense that. When I was a young boy, I like people to scratch my back. So sometimes, I tell Pastor Da, could you please scratch my back like this? I feel so good when Pastor Da scratched my back. Feel tickling a little bit. Mm, so good. That's the way she showed love to me, just scratching my back. And both of my grandchildren, the same thing. They like to come to me and pull that shirt up. Tata, ta. yay, yay, could you please scratch our back? So we do. We just scratch our back and we love them. We want them to know that we love them. The physical touch, hugging, kissing our children, grandchildren. Amen. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 21 The wise in heart will be called prudent, and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Sweetness of the lips increases learning. So not only that, we bless them with a positive, kind words, encouraging word. Not only that, we give physical touch to our children and our spouse. Number three, we attach what we do and what we say with a godly high value. What does it mean? You look at your children and grandchildren, you look at your spouse and say, you know, wow, God loved you so much. You are the apple of his eyes. You are so precious in the eyes of God. God has a good plan for your life. You're so unique. Look at how you play drum. Look at how you sing. Interestingly, I find out that my grandchildren can also sing rap song in the car. I was in the car, we were going to Whitby Island, and my grandchildren were singing rap song. I said, "Wow, you good singer!" We attach the word of encouragement of high value that you're a good singer. You're doing so well. You're so smart. God give you ability to do this. It's amazing. You. Have good concentration. Nora can concentrate on her homework for one hour without being distracted. Wow, Nora, I'm so proud of you. We attach the high value of their life in our conversation. They feel confident that their grandparents love them. We should attach high value to our spouse as well. Wow, Tom should said to Pastor Brenda, Brenda, honey, you can sing so well. I'm so proud of you. You sing so well. <laughs> wow, honey, your cook is so delicious. You're so good in cooking. Should we say this to one another? Should we attach high value of speaking to one another in the house instead of cursing and attacking one another. We should always emphasize the good part of our spouse and our children. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, to show love and to bless our family members, and to pray for them and to show love to them. is also to speak the word of beautiful and successful and powerful future on their life. When I speak to my grandchildren, I say, I believe, Nora, you're going to marry a very godly man one day. He will love you. He will take care of you. You're going to have a bright future. You're going to have a good education. You're going to do well. God has a good plan for your life. We need to speak that way. Speak about future, about bright future for them. Prophesy it. Just speak it and give them the bright future so that they have faith. And you bless them with a good future. Amen? Should we treat our children and grandchildren that way? we should. That's what God say. I have a bright future for you. have a good future for you. Don't say you're going to fail. You will not make it. Don't say those kind of words. Amen? And not only that, we need to be active in getting involved with their life. We should get involved with their life all the time. Hallelujah. I would like to read Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 to 14. This is the last passage of the scripture. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I would like to encourage all the husband and wife in this room and parents in this room. Jesus already paid the price for you that you can receive the blessing. Do you know that in the Christian life there are two parts. God's part, that's what you're going to learn in the camp this year. How you're going to get protection from God. His part and your part. You cannot just throw everything to God and say, God, You do it for me, I do nothing. No. You remember the Bible says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and he was raised from the dead, you shall be saved. What is your part? Believe and confess. His part, he already did. He died on the cross for us. Now, he say he wants to bless you. How many people choose blessing in a family? Raise your hand now. How many people choose the curse? How many people want the blessing of Abraham to go down to the thousand generations? To your children and your grandchildren. How many people? I want my children and grandchildren to be blessed. I choose it. I need to do my part. I ask God to bless me by faith. And I'm thankful for the blessing of the Lord. And I will ask the Lord to always remind me to pass the blessing to my children and grandchildren and my wife. Speak the word of blessing to them. Da, you're going to live a long life. You shall be healthy. You will go to old age with me. We're going to have good time. We will serve the Lord together. Our children will live a long life as well. And as parents, we need to ask God to show us their temperaments and their needs so that we can communicate the blessing and the love of God to them in the way that the word will touch their heart. And we pray that our family will experience the blessing of the Lord that Jesus Christ had paid for them. Amen? I believe in the blessing. I don't believe in the curse. I believe in divine health. I don't believe in sickness. I believe in prosperity. I don't believe in being broke and poverty. I believe in the grace of God. I don't believe in failure. I believe in what the Bible says. I'm going to speak like that. I'm going to stay in faith like that. I'm going to pursue the grace of God and the blessing of God. And I believe that I and my family shall be the blessing to the nations together. So in conclusion, the teaching today. We pray that our family, both the natural family and the spiritual family, will have the foundation of the love of God. Will experience the love of God. And we and our children shall worship the Lord, praise the Lord, stand in awe, in the blessing and the love of God. And at the same time, we going to express that love to one another in the family. Express that love with the word of blessing, physical touch, the word of high value, word of future, the bright future, spending quality times, commitment to do things together, that the whole family will be the place of love. And we're going to pray that the family of God will be full of the love of God. Amen? Amen. The blessing of Abraham will be upon our life. I know this teaching is very simple, very fundamental, but I think it's a good thing to remind all of you to build what kind of family. Amen. Amen? How many people want to see that happen in your family? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us pray together. Father, thank you for showing all these scriptures. We want to build a godly family. We want to know how to pray for our family members, how to pursue the way of God together. Help us, Lord, to show love to our family members every day, to build our life, our identity, self-worth, self-confidence on your love, not on the love of anybody, not on circumstances, on fashion, on TV show, on sports, on materials, but on your love. Help us, Lord, to be mature Christians that we learn how to communicate the blessing. of and the love of God to other people, especially in our natural and spiritual family. Remind us all the time, Father, that we need to speak high words to one another. We need to really show love in physical touch, meaningful touch. Spend time together. Speak the godly high value to one another speak about the successful future, bright future that Jesus has bought for us, Lord. The blessing life. Thank you, Lord. Let this teaching become our lifestyle, that we will do this every single day. Oh, Lord, we believe every family in this house And those family who are watching in the live stream or in the YouTube right now, Lord, shall have a very beautiful, loving family, Lord. Help us, Lord. Remind us every day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ Very simple You admit that you're not perfect You make mistakes How many people in this room say I'm perfect, raise your hand up I cannot I'm not perfect Because I have sinned I need God's forgiveness That's why Jesus came into the world to die for me to pay the price of my sin I know I need God. I need the forgiveness of God. That's why I prayed this prayer many years ago. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. You love me. You forgive me of my sin. Please come into my life. From today on, I walk with you. Would you like to pray with me like that? Just simple prayer. God forgive me. God love me. Jesus love me. Pray with me if you want to become a child of the living God. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I have sinned against you. I repent of my sin. I thank you, Lord, that Jesus loved me. He paid the price of sin for me at the cross. Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart And confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and my Savior. You were raised from the dead on the third day. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, to be my God. From today on, I will walk with you. I believe my name is recorded in the book of life in heaven. From now on. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us sing and confess together that Jesus loved me. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and sing this song together.
2: Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible Bible tells me so, little ones to hear. love loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus
0: loves me. The Bible tells
2: me so.
0: so this thing again, one more time.
2: Jesus loves me. This I know For the Bible tells me so Little ones to Him They are weak but He is strong Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me The Bible tells me so
0: Yes, Jesus loves me Yes,
2: Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes. Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me
0: so. Father, may you fill our heart by your Holy Spirit that all the husband and wife in this room, all the parents, all the single in this room will be filled with your love and they become more and more like Jesus Christ so that they can be real representative in this generation to show love to other people around them. They will, Lord, not feel inferior. They will not feel that they are not important. They will not have to seek love from people anymore. Because they know and they know that God loved them so much. And they can give that love to other people, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to represent Jesus Christ in this generation. And every day when we wake up, we can say, Yes, Jesus loved me. That I know. I am happy. I am so happy you love me. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.